0: Welcome to the Raven Bookery Podcast. We are three
1: sisters who would love to read and talk about all things books.
2: And we do a great deal of laughing as we go.
0: Today we are doing a book topic recommend or sorry, a book topic drawn from our book jar. But before we do that, our introduction for today is because it's the beginning of the year. The New Year's resolutions are dumb <laughs> What New Year's resolution Will you never set? I know a lot of people who ops, They're like I am not setting a weight loss goal I am not setting an exercise routine that was I'm not mine. setting a diet one
2: I will not set a weight loss goal I don't set weight loss goals for myself in general yeah. um, I mean I have the like I would like to be yeah. But it's never a I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a month No, Ooh. hard pass
0: Oh, that's not
1: that's, healthy. Yeah, that's unhealthy. All right, Blaisy. I don't do resolutions.
2: I don't either anymore.
1: It's I. I can't remember. It. I mean, I feel like there might have been like one time or two times. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and then two weeks after, I'm like, man, eh, I'm good. <laughs> I. I don't.
2: I don't like them. I mean, I get that setting goals for yourself is good, and I set goals yeah. for myself. Regularly, (laughs) mostly because I have to readjust the goals that I set for myself. But the the idea of the New Year's resolution, like this year, my goal will be. It just seems manufactured and not authentic. Mm -hmm. I instead of doing a New Year's resolution, I do a focus. Like there's a, and usually it's centered around
0: very positive. (laughs) Thank you. Usually it's
2: centered around a word or an idea. So last year. Um, sorry, last, last year, 22, the word was rise, just to like rise to the challenge, rise to the occasion, rise, you know, rise up and all of those things, rise (laughs) from your bed, whatever it takes. And then this last year for 23, it was be still Mm because 23 was a crazy hectic and parts of 22 were kind of crazy hectic years. And we're like, you know, we're just going to allow yourself to be still. I like that. And I don't know that I've settled on a new one yet, but, and I know a lot of, a lot of my friends who are, you know, older, unmarried, it's like, you no, know, we're not making new year's resolutions to, I'm going to get married this year. Or I'm going to, you know, whatever, buy a house. But cause a lot of us have those, no, this is my financial plan and I've got like a five year plan. Yeah. So I don't need a new year's resolution, but it's a, uh, my focus this year will be. Yeah. Right. balance or patience or something yeah
0: i think of my life in general as constant stages and phases of improvement or focus and so i do regular like self check-ins kind of thing where it's like more like a you know what you haven't been doing this a lot lately and it's affecting you so Mm. we need to start focusing on doing that more And so sometimes I'll use January as like a self-check-in opportunity, but I do those all throughout the year of like, are you the person that you want to be? Are you doing the things that you want to spend your time doing? Are you not? Why? Is it because, is it a good reason (laughs) or is it because, you know, you can do these things that are good for you and add them into your life, but you're not because you're letting yourself get distracted and that kind of thing, you know?
2: But that becomes like a, it's a monthly process.
0: yeah. Sometimes daily. Um,
2: I get <laughs> the idea. Of, I wish I was the kind of person I was when I wrote my to-do list.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, past me! You were so optimistic. You did not expect to have the night of sleep we had. When you said, when you're like, focus. Mine would be be better.
2: <laughs> well, no, and it's tricky. <laughs> Just be better. It, it's kind of a tricky process because you have to pick something that's like, yeah, that's my focus, and it's something I really do want to work on. So it's whatever, but. It's also one of those be careful what you wish for kind of a right, thing. Yeah. I had a friend who picked balance one year. She goes, I just need to like balance my life. And then in like February, she was diagnosed with vertigo.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, that is just poetic oh. irony right there. And I
2: <clears throat> oh, that's poor girl. Um, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I see, do kind of like the idea of balance, though. That's it. see. Unhappy.
1: I'm just a chaos gremlin and I don't do anything and I don't do those self check-ins and I just, I live my life. (laughs) I do what I want. I do. I don't know. It's the, I'm not the greatest at setting goals. I have a hard time seeing, not necessarily the point of them, but like, I know that they're good. I know that they help improve yourself and blah, blah, blah. I just,
0: I have a really hard time with follow through. Okay. That's not true. You are just thinking about it in the, this year I'm going to try and, you know, you know, be more friendly or reach out to my neighbors or I'm going to, you know, lose weight or I'm going to do this. But you do, you can set goals and you do follow through. You just finished a bachelor's program (laughs) because you decided I want better for myself. I want to finish my degree. You put yourself back in school and you did it and you finished and you followed through and you finished. So I didn't take any breaks either. No, so in
2: a point in your life where a lot of people are like, why?
0: Yeah, why? Yeah, I mean, you got a maid because I was
2: bored. You See? like <laughs> you no? Know, you have a you have a very bored. nice husband who makes a very good living. You live in a yes. great house.
0: You want for nothing besides you don't need bored <laughs> to go
2: get a. You didn't need to finish your degree, other than you know the you. judgmental looks from siblings. Like well, Lucy's the only Who's one who doesn't have a degree. You?
0: Not Why us. Are we don't judge you. We don't actually judge you. I mean, For anything
2: you. I envy you.
0: I know. Why did I do six years of school? <laughs> Seven. Technically, my bachelor's took five years. Well, no, I, but like I think you you do it just in a much bigger, broader sense. And I can see that. Like I, I don't like
1: doing. Like I mean, I'll have small things that i want to accomplish yeah but i i don't see them as like i don't sit down and be like okay i'm gonna write out all the things that i want to accomplish here all the goals that i want to have or want to do it's more of a hey i want to learn how to do that or i want to not necessarily be better at this but i just i don't know
0: it's the small little things yeah which and i think that's what that's what resolutions i think should be yeah they should be those I'm going to do this because it's something I'm interested in. Not that I'm going to do this because I feel like I should, because blah, 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 blah.
2: (laughs) But uh, yeah, I agree. I think resolutions sometimes tend to be these big, grandiose life missions instead of small attainable goals. But they become these life missions, which are not bad. Right. right? Like I have a a life goal to buy a house, which in this economy is like on my own. Right. Yeah, Yeah. By myself, no roommates. With my own income. (laughs) With my own income that I have saved up, you know, my, 20 30 down payment for whatever um which feels very unattainable Mm -hmm. to me right now because single income blah 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 whatever but i think a lot of those resolutions people make them i'm gonna lose this much weight or i'm gonna you know do all these things without the you know baby steps that it takes to get there so they just have the the dream without doing any of the action Prep steps work. that take Ooh. to get there.
0: Okay, so I saw a quote this week at work and it's actually by Usain Bolt and it's dreams are free, goals have a cost. Ooh. And I saw that and I was like, oh, I like that. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 <laughs> okay. I see what you're putting down. I'm,
1: I'm getting it. Yeah. Well, when I see I that, that yeah. a lot of people want to, like, if you have a goal of losing 20 pounds or getting down to a certain weight. You have to have the habits first yeah. that'll help you a- achieve that. Like you right. have to have the habit of going for a walk every day or going to the gym or doing something I, every day yeah, I'm to gonna, get you that.
0: Right. So this is something that Nick and I talked about a couple of years ago um, when I was in my master's program, when we were talking about some of these goals that we have and it was one of our goals was to have another kid and we talked about how it's really hard to judge yourself on the outcome of your goals and really goals should not be outcomes goals should be about your input goals should be about Mm. your effort so yes you're hoping that you'll lose 20 pounds but that's not what your goal is your goal is I'm going to work out two times a week, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm going, I can control, I, there are some, there are things that are outside of our control, like babies. (laughs) Totally outside of our control. (laughs) So all I can do, I can put in the effort. That's all I can do. I can, I can gauge my input. I can manage the input into that result I'm hoping for. Like, that's what I've adjusted my goals to be, my resolutions to be. It's not like, like reading goals for the year. My reading goal isn't to.
2: I'm gonna read 200 books. I'm by gonna the read end of 200
0: year. books by the end of the year. My reading goal is, I'm gonna try and I'm going to work it into my life so that it's happening on a regular basis. Yeah. So the yeah. idea is,
2: in order for them to not, for the resolutions to not die by the wayside at you know this point of January, would be to not set your resolution to be the end product but the action that you want yes. to engage in. So not I'm going to lose weight, but I'm going to work out three times a week. Or yeah. I'm not, you know, not I'm going to read 200 books in a year. It's I'm going to read at least 20 minutes a day. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that felt very elementary school teacher. 20 minutes a day, guys! Well,
0: you know what? That's something that Nick started doing with Will. Like, to get Will to do his 20 minutes, he's doing like a buddy read with him, where like Will's oh. reading one book and Will has this book that he really wants Nick to read, and so when Will's doing his 20 minutes, Nick's sitting there doing his 20 minutes <laughs> of the book that Will wants him to read, you know, and so, but yeah, it is. You, I can, what I can measure and what I can affect is my effort and my input, and more often than not, especially, like, I have a I have a health and nutrition background, any goals that resolve around losing weight or feeling better in your skin or fitting into a different size, like... A lot of those are things that sometimes you don't actually have as much control over as you want to. However... Or as
2: like society... Th-
0: or as society thinks you deems do, you have control yeah. over. Um, but what you can do is you can put in the daily effort of I'm going to eat two cups of vegetables a day and then I'll amp that up to three cups and I'm going to drink this much water a day. I'm going to get to bed by this time and get enough rest and I'm going to work in a workout this many times a week. And honestly, most of the benefits that come from those types of goals aren't because you lost the 20 pounds. I mean, there are benefits from losing weight, but the benefits of that process aren't because of the weight loss. It's because of the daily healthy mm-hmm. habits. Those are what gets you the benefits. So like a reading goal. It's not, I want to read 200 books by the end of the year. It's, I want to read 20 minutes a day. However, that fits in. However far I get, that's what ha- that's what I get, and that's yeah. how far I got. The point of reading the books is, when we talked about this at Thanksgiving, <laughs> like all of the reasons why we love to read, doesn't it has nothing to do with total book to- total books read. It has to do with the time and time spent reading, right? Yeah. So that's the goal. The goal is to spend time reading, not read so many books. There you go. Life coaches. Let's go. Let's go Let's with pick a our topic. topic. Oh, we should not be life coaches. I'd be an excellent life
2: coach. You guys would be.
0: I'd be an awesome life coach. I feel like I'm sometimes... I think we're each other's life coaches sometimes. I know. You're
2: definitely my therapist.
1: What is your go-to bookmark? A receipt. <laughs> Bacon. Just kidding. Bacon. <laughs> a taco.
2: Ketchup. Um, oh!
1: oh,
0: yes. Send that to me. Is that the one that you sent to us? <laughs> <laughs> just remember, if you ever need a bookmark, you can use ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just do to that book? Mm. It was funny. I knew you'd get that reaction. I honestly <clears throat> it's a receipt. Hundred percent. It's a receipt. That's the one thing. All the time, almost all the time, is I'm gonna have a receipt to grab somewhere. Like ninety percent of the time, it's a receipt. I'm better now because my bookmark, official bookmark collection, has expanded, and You're so welcome. I ha- thank you. I have more actual bookmarks, <laughs> um, but I think I can't remember what I was doing or what, but. I needed a bookmark, and Diana was like, I'll get you one. She goes and grabs a piece of paper and gets some scissors and cuts me out, like, a strip Aww. from the paper and brings it. Like, okay, But it was kind of funny because she didn't just, like, cut a strip off the end. She, like, cut a rectangle out of the center of the paper. <laughs> <laughs> was like, All right, we've got some uh, logical thinking process to work on, but it's cute. Thank you very much. It's a thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. That's adorable. Yeah. Or, like you guys find, absolutely cursed. No bookmark. How? (laughs) Again, I don't do it as often as I used to, but I went through a phase where it was like a couple months. I did not use a bookmark at all for any book I was reading. I would simply close it, put it aside, and just when I went to read again, I would find my spot. I would flip through and find it. I feel like that takes way
1: too much time because you're trying to remember what you read and what you haven't read. And if I get to a part... Like, as I'm flipping through and I get to a part that I haven't read yet, there's spoilers.
0: I don't care about spoilers. I do. For the most part, I don't care about spoilers. I'm trying to be better about avoiding spoilers to preserve the experience. Not reading the back of the book first. I used to read the back of the book, but I'm not, like... You mean, like, back cover of the book? No, No, I mean, like, like the the last last chapter. Oh, yes, I used to read the Not the last chapter! (laughs) Or (laughs) if I... What's the... (laughs) You monster! I used to read the last paragraph. <laughs> yeah. How? How? Okay,
2: Why? it's my fault.
0: <laughs> it is Anne's fault. She traumatized me. It was also Harry Potter's fault. Yes, I did. I did it. <gasps> for Deathly so, Hollows? For Deathly Hollows. So, okay, all the big to do of book seven coming out, right? Huge, huge, like. Pop culture to do that the seventh and final book was coming out. It was being released. It was over the summer. Like, we had pre ordered it and we had already talked about who's going to read it first and what order we were going to go in. Like, it was a huge thing that book seven was coming out. So, everybody is talking about it. Like, this was. Um, oh, like when Avengers, Infinity War, right? And the those came, those movies came out and people are like, all the fan theories, all the fan theories about what's going to happen and what's going to go on and who's going to die, right? And so all these fan theories are out there about book seven and, and everyone is, Harry's going to die. Harry's going to die. Harry is going to die. And it was everywhere, everywhere. And so this was even before your little wives and daughters stint. <laughs> Um, but I had reread books one through six leading up to book seven being released. Uh And I did that. And after reading it, I was like, okay, I felt totally reassured that no, her message in these books is essentially love conquers all like that love wins. Um, that's always been her message in every book from the beginning to book six is that love wins. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, nope, we're going to be okay. It's going to be Okay. And I start into book seven, and I got to a point where I started doubting. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know if things are going to be okay. I don't know how it's going to turn out. And I get emotionally invested, and I actively avoid feeling intense emotional pain. So I skipped to the back of the book. You probably I, know exactly the spot, where, right? Where he gets I'm, hit, and yep, Harry's dead. No.
2: It no, wasn't that part? No, it was, it was way, before that? It was way in the beginning. Oh, gosh. You are a monster.
0: Way in the beginning. I went to the last chapter. I read the last chapter, and I was confused because I was like, who is he talking to? Cause yeah, because you skipped the entire book. Well, because all these names pop up, and I'm like, How is it? why is he talking to Albus like that? <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't call him Albus, right? Uh-huh. And so I actually ended up reading or skimming very quickly the epilogue to get an idea of what was happening. So I got the idea that he is there. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> He's there. He's with Ginny and they have children. All right. I, I was able, I gleaned those few little pieces without reading the whole thing and went back to where I was and kept reading. <laughs> so
2: in, in Samantha's defense, there is a kind of anxiety that happens when you're that emotionally invested into a book that prevents you from enjoying the story yes and i was
0: i was becoming hugely anxious about the ending to the point where i was so nervous i did not want to emotionally invest in the story because i was so scared about these characters not making it and so i was it was almost like it was it's like it was like my brain was doing a self-preservation thing like something bad is gonna happen to these characters you're gonna feel utterly heartbroken to prevent that We are not going to get emotionally invested in this book. And it was taking away from my enjoyment of the book. And so I was like, you know what? I need to solve this anxiety and fix it.
1: And I see that as part of the reading experience. If I am all out crying because of a character dying, that is part of... The reading experience no, for me. but
0: I was getting to the point where I was so anxious my body was stopping me from getting connected to the point where I would have cried at the end. I would have emotionally, deta- I was emotionally detaching myself from the story so that I couldn't enjoy it and I okay. couldn't feel it with the characters. All right, all
1: right, all right, all right, all right. This has nothing to do with bookmarks by the way. <laughs> I These probably are... didn't use a
0: bookmark to do that.
1: <laughs> These are books that made a mark on us.
0: Oh, ba, da, 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 da. but you anyway. use a receipt, Samantha. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> Back to what we were supposed to be talking about. Yes, I usually use a receipt. Oh, when I get a library book, it's like I have to use the little library receipt <laughs> that they give you. I almost feel like it's wrong if you don't use that as a bookmark. Did I tell you when I checked out a? Bar- I think it was I can't remember if it was Barnes and Noble or Desert book but when Nick took me book shopping for my birthday. Uh-huh. Um they at like the cashier asked me like do you want the receipt I was like uh yeah I need a bookmark. <laughs> I said that to the cashier and bust she busted up laughing. I was like Ha-ha-ha-ha.
2: So what do you do when you like you did for your birthday? You bought multiple books and they're all on the same receipt. Do you just take the receipt out and use? Oh the no, same... it's
0: not. It's like a groceries receipt. It's like whatever receipt is in whatever pocket of the pants oh. I'm. But in. it has to be
2: the right kind of receipt because you get some of those like CVS pharmacy receipts, and that's like as tall as you are.
0: I've there have been times where I've done like I folded receipt like it's my grocery shopping receipt that's like three feet long and i've like folded it and put it in but i don't love those so i will usually try and find like the one item receipt that i have laying around from something it's it's just whatever paper is on hand sometimes it's like the little okay so I've,
1: i've done that too where it's i'm i started the book and i'm there reading and i need to get up and whatever's closest to me whether it be like a wrapper, or <laughs> like a candy wrapper, or, or a dog ear. Right. <laughs> Shut your mouth! Wow.
0: I think that's even that's worse. That's worse than not using a bookmark. I would rather not use a bookmark. Don't tell me you actually dog ear.
1: She has.
0: She has.
1: You have, right, Anne? Absolutely. I yeah. Have. Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> You're a monster. How do... How, do... How do I don't I don't know if Hi. I. Can... I don't know if I can love you the same. <laughs> Finish, Lisa. We'll get to you
1: and your therapy session later. Well, I was just saying that I, I've I've done that where it's I don't have anything. I don't have a I don't have a bookmark, and so I grab whatever is closest, whether it be a receipt, a random piece of paper, an envelope of some
0: kind. Yeah. Oh, I've used envelopes. It's yeah.
1: it's right there, and I spam just spam
0: mail. That's what spam mails for, right?
1: Chuck it in there, but. I will then go get a
0: bookmark and swap it out.
2: Do you have a go-to bookmark? Like, this is my favorite bookmark?
0: Or No. no. So... She uses the bookmark themed for the book. <laughs> no, I, I, actually... I kind of she's like, the like that other, idea. She's on the other end of the bookmark spectrum. I am on the f- opposite end. Where
2: every book has their designated, this is the bookmark.
0: So I have a
1: mason jar filled with different kinds of bookmarks. Different sizes, different types, different kinds, different designs. <laughs> and so when I'm pulling a book out, I go and I try and find a bookmark. that That's <laughs> the book! So for, for Gallant...
0: I almost she's on the same end of Unhinged as you are. Maybe it's a horseshoe spectrum. <laughs> well,
1: so for... It's a parabola. For Gallant... I'm the only normal
0: one. I got... <laughs> you are not normal that's true none of us are normal
1: i got a bookmark with that special edition book it's a wooden one it's not my favorite but it matches the book and so i use that it's a
0: wooden one yeah it's like
1: it's really really thin not Not thin thin enough enough. (laughs) it can't nothing not unless it's actually wood veneer i should have brought it i should have brought it to show you but like it matches the book and like you don't stick it all the way into where the the pages what? meet, how,
0: it's out a little bit. How mm-hmm. you, well, then how does it? It keeps the page. I know, does it how, does it, st- how no. does it stay in? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the hand motions. You F cl- you, yeah, <laughs> you close you... the book and the bookmark is there, and that's I, how it hold- It's not. I've had bookmarks slip out because they're not like shoved in far enough. Well, you're using the wrong bookmarks, apparently. Well, receipts do just fine. <laughs> I just had an idea for, like, an Instagram reel where, like, we randomly do a bunch of shots of us, like, reading and then closing the book and just grabbing whatever's next to us to put it in. And, like, we start with, like, the usual things, receipt, random (laughs) spam mail, you know, postcard, and then we get to, like, more and more unhinged where I'm, like, I just grab someone's hand and and closes it and it I pulled
2: a leaf off the plant next to
0: me. I grabbed my dog's ear. (laughs) (laughs) The only acceptable dog ear possible. (laughs) I think that would be epic. We should do that. (coughs) We should make that video. I feel like I've seen that video and that's
2: where I got the ketchup from. That's where I got the
1: bacon from.
2: (laughs) Mm, Bacon bookmark. (laughs)
0: those are anyway. like the okay yeah bookmarks and then they like it continue to do like the i because th- it was like someone who runs a library like a librarian a city county uh-huh. library and they're like showing the different bookmarks they found in books uh-huh. and like they're like notes or sticky notes oh post-it notes are my favorite
2: bookmarks you just took mine that's my go-to sorry
0: um <laughs> those kinds of things and then like they one day opened and found an actual taco <laughs> An actual taco crammed between the pages of the book, and they were like, "Thank you for this, great, cool." All right, so Lisi goes matchy matchy, finds the appropriate bookmark for the Uh book. I freewheel it, and
2: my go-to bookmarks are Post-it notes. They are awesome. That's
0: what they were originally invented for. So really, yes.
2: Oh, that's
0: what the original creation of the the
2: Post-it note. The Post-it
0: note was to be a bookmark.
2: Perfect. That's what I use it for. Because, and here's here's why. They stay in the book. They do. I also no matter um, where you put them. And my my preferred post-it notes are not the like standard, you know, two Two and a half inches by by two and a half, whatever three by three square. I prefer the smaller ones that are more sticky, and then it's just like a little tab that's not the
1: sticky bit. Oh, okay. um,
2: Because it gives you more stick per paper, right? Yeah. But then yeah. I also like those because I can stick them exactly where I stopped reading. Mm. Oh, so I can put the like post-it underline. note. Like, yeah, sometimes it's, depending on where I stop reading on the page, it's, sometimes it's before it, sometimes it's right after it. So I, I know exactly, like, this is where I've stopped reading. and mm. uh, That is where I will return back to. So I usually will get a post-it note. But my, uh, my fun quirk thing is that uh, I will leave the post-it note in the back of the book. And I should start doing this: writing the date I finished the book on the post-it note, oh, and then okay. putting it back in. So there are some books on my shelf that have three post-it notes in it because I've read it three times. Oh. So I,
0: I was just thinking, I like to when I use a post-it note for a book, and I'm done with a book, I leave that post-it note with the book, mm-hmm. and then when I go to read it, I find the post-it note. So I'm using the same post-it note every single time.
2: Oh, uh, my post-it notes are usually no longer sticky.
0: Oh yeah, so no, they... no, it's not sticky anymore. <laughs> now it's the same as a receipt. Like, <laughs> It's just another random piece of paper. But I kind of like that, uh, oh, I, this is the same bookmark I've always used for this book because it's the same post-it note.
2: So it's kind of like Lisey's. She'll go yeah. back and read a book and this is the same bookmark.
0: Well, it, I mean, But do you
2: leave the bookmark in the book? Like no. it stays with the book? See, no. I would do that. And I've done that. There are books currently on my shelf that have bookmarks sticking out of them not because i haven't read it but like this is the bookmark i used because i picked it i was reading it in this place and this is the bookmark i picked up and, and so they're still sitting in there they look like they've been half read but i just the bookmark back in the middle
1: no once i'm once i'm finished with the book i will go and put the bookmark back into that mason jar into the mason jar and uh,
0: back yeah. into the collection until they get selected again yes it's like the Hunger
1: games i <laughs> jeez <laughs> I I mean, okay. So there was one time where I did use the same bookmark for multiple books in a row. It was, I have a Cinderella bookmark that has a quote from the Disney movie in it. And at the time I was just going through Cinderella retellings. Oh, I see. <laughs> and that. so I was using the same bookmark, but that's the thing. Like it's a Cinderella bookmark and I'm reading Cinderella retellings. I'm going to use that bookmark for these books and so that was when I used that bookmark for multiple books.
0: I do have I do have themed bookmarks now because I got a, uh, a few from the Sanderson boxes. Uh-huh. Uh, like they sent a bookmark with the book and so there's okay. artwork from that book on yeah. the bookmark. So when we did um that one handbook one <laughs> Frugal Wizard's Guide to Surviving Medieval handbook. England. Frugal Wizard's Handbook to Surviving Medieval England. I used the associated bookmark with it and that was kind of like a little <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah or if i have like i have a a bunch of promotional bookmarks yeah for books so i will i will only use those bookmarks for the books that it matches yeah like i have a hard time grabbing a promotional bookmark for a different book yeah so it's like okay. I'm reading this book, not. I'm
0: not reading that one. My favorite bookmark. My favorite bookmark ever is a postcard <laughs> I got from a castle in. Um, it's castle. It's Hohenzollern. Um, it's the first castle I ever took Nick to. Mm-hmm. In the basement of that castle is almost like a clothing museum, kind oh. of, or like a um, uh, kind of like a museum style of all the clothes that the family wore kind of like oh okay historical clothing items gotcha and one of them is this dress and i and i know you've seen the dress dress. it is such a beautiful beautiful dress with like this long train like it's very like heavy but it's a light blue it's just a gorgeous gorgeous dress Mm -hmm. and so i have a postcard of the back of that dress gorgeous and i use that postcard as my bookmark in a lot of books and i can't find it and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i'm 90 percent sure it's stuck in one of my books <laughs> but i don't know what book and i don't know where so so when we put your library together, so when you we're guys going come hunting. over and help me put my library back together when it's all done I, just we, like we, this. We, I know i gotta you gotta flip through every single one of them scan it and flip through and find it is that matt's poem yeah. You, I, yes, I was just thinking about it. Matt wrote a poem about <coughs> the bookmarks he's found cuz Matt loves to go get books from uh, thrift stores. Thrift stores, garage oh, sales yeah. and stuff like and garage sales. And he, of all of us,
2: Matt is probably the most voracious reader yes. in our family. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. and he does a lot of variety.
0: He has a very
2: big variety of books that he, uh, read, he reads, like because he'll do historical fiction, um, like no, he, biographies, not a lot of nonfiction, a lot of nonfiction stuff. Um, he teaches English, English literature, literature uh, at a high school in Florida, um, but on the side he writes poems. They're free yeah. verse poems, and they're really? some are better than others. But this one yeah. is <laughs> one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I mean, you can say that
2: about everything. We love you, Matt. Um, I like so it. once upon a time, when I was in college and art school I had to do a, a final project for uh, my illustration class and that was to well the point was to illustrate a couple of pages of something but of course I don't Over know how to do things by half so I illustrated <laughs> a whole book yeah and it was a book of Matt's poems and the book is called saying goodbye in sign language which is oh, fantastic right. I remember and that. so Matt wrote a poem called I found your bookmarks go ahead I go ahead hear it. it's I really good I don't know if I can read it like do you want, you want me to read, read it fluently we can take turns if you want I Found Your Bookmarks by Matthew Johnson. I found your bookmarks in the used books I've bought at thrift stores and garage sales, a variety of thin, discreet paper nothings, a magazine insert from People in Frank McCourt's Tiz, your laminated reading schedule of Cry the Beloved Country, and an old Polaroid picture in Tony Hillerman's Skywalkers of your three Hispanic cousins. One was kind of cute.
0: You've used Delta Airline tickets, coupons for toothpaste, and sometimes even toilet paper, all dispersed, abandoned, forgotten, at various locations inside. Some near the beginning, 20 pages in, you'd barely gotten to know the main characters. Others so close to the end, so close to the conclusion, you missed it by paragraphs, and I wonder why you gave up there.
1: What you bought brand new for $14.95, I got for a dollar, in decent condition. Maybe a few folded corners, maybe a few scribbles and notes, but those don't bother me. I like them. They're like we're reading together. A private book club, just you and just me and you. Why did you underline that line, I ask, and wait to never hear your answer?
2: The book you casually closed one night before bed, 57 pages from the end, now lies in my hands, and I discovered the ending you never did. I've leapt past your notes and underlines into unknown territories. Like fresh, page, like fresh pages of snow, untrodden, unsullied, pure. Now it's just me and the book, alone.
0: I've found your bookmarks, your pictures of statues, grocery lists, movie stubs, football cards, postcards. I wait, out of respect, until I pass you before I remove it, like you might come back and finish. I've saved them all in a pile, on the highest shelf, on the right side of my bookcase, waiting for you, if you ever want them back.
2: So this whole discussion Dang made me that. think about... I know, right? that's,
0: one of, that's one of my favorites of his. It is one of my favorites of his. Um, and
2: it just reminds me that like bookmarks are like readers. There's no wrong way to do it, except yeah. ketchup. Except- ketchup is the wrong way to do and it. dog ears. <laughs> okay, let me defend my dog ear. Please. I still do it, and you're going to hate this. You will. I underline in books, too.
0: Oh, that I don't have a problem with. I'm I'll, not... I, I'm not... I don't... Yeah. It's not for me, but I'm yeah. not offended when I see someone else do
2: it. I, I will dog, but I don't dog ear pages that like as a bookmark, the dog ears that I put in books are not a, oh, this is where I am. Unless it's like a textbook that I know I'm just going to sell back. I'm like, I don't care, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I will dog ear a page on something that I've underlined that like that was good. That was something that I want to come back to. That was a really interesting thought. So I will dog ear and an underline or like notes on a, on a margin kind of a setup. So I do not dog ear as a bookmark. I dog ear, not as a bookmark in my current reading. I dog ear as a bookmark for this was something I thought was important. Like there's one that I can think of and I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember the book, but I know that if I flip from my library, I look for the dog ear. I'm like, oh, it was probably that book. And it's a phrase that has stayed with me forever. And I read it in like one of those fantasy fairy tale retelling kind of a thing. And the, the quote or the phrase was, um, somebody was trying to make the main character feel better. And, uh, they said for some people, It's given the courage to storm the castle and others, the patience to outlast the siege. And that was just like, oh, that hit me in all the right places. And that line was like, Oh, we're underlining that. And we're dog earing it because I want to be able to go back to it because there are points in books where you're like, that was profound. And that is something that will stay with me for a long time. And it has, I read that line when I was in high school and like, no, that's, and I think about it in the hard times of life, you know, like sometimes there are people who have the courage to storm the castle, to have the courage to make those leaps, but sometimes those leaps aren't an option for everybody. For the rest of us, we have to have that patience to outlast the siege, to not give up when we're being surrounded. Mm-hmm. So, I it's, like it. yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I'm, those
2: are my dog ears. All right. Oh,
0: okay. okay. It's a little more cause, acceptable. Right. Because the practicality of dog-earing a page is like, well, now you go and you continue on, you unfold it, and there's this constant crease in your book and... It's just annoying. But if you're dogging for like a permanent notation idea. Yeah. Oh, that- please.
2: If I dog-eared a book as my bookmark, every single page,
0: where-
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, not every, every other page would be <laughs> bent down.
0: If I had to dog-ear every page where I fell asleep in, in Gallant, it would be, I sw- well, okay. I did this too. So I was reading it this week at night and I just cannot I just could not stay awake yeah. not because of how good the book was it was obviously very good but I could not stay awake just that's my life yeah. life choices going on um but there was a time when I like I like woke up and the book had closed and I like went back through and I was like, I fell asleep. So I'll probably go back a couple of pages and I'll put the bookmark here, you know, a real bookmark this time. The one you gave me <laughs> with, with the Count of Monte Cristo <laughs> quote on it. Um, and so I set it aside. And then when I went to go back to reread it, I was like, wait well, I definitely read this part before. Like I was fully awake for this part and I had to jump <laughs> ahead a couple of pages. So my dog ears would be like, no, I thought I was at that point, but I fell asleep. So I'm really back here. And then I'm like, "Well, oh, no, I wasn't there. I got to jump ahead of you. So, yeah, my so dog ears. You are.
2: don't dog ear because you couldn't trust your dog ears. I,
0: I can't trust my dog ears.
1: I like my books to stay in pristine
0: condition. Because pristine <laughs> she's also all for keeping the book covers. See, I've, the book covers I on.
2: don't.
1: I know.
0: I, I know, like the look of my this.
2: books when they've been used. And it's, yeah. it's like the difference between seeing um, a perfectly like... brand new quilt and one that has been loved. You know, and
1: I, I completely understand that. And
0: I I love that for you. <laughs> for you.
2: I'm so glad you found something that makes you happy. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: for, and I'm coming at it also from a, I take pictures of my books. Yeah. So I want. You wouldn't take pictures of my books. <laughs> I, I my mean, books are naked. <laughs>
2: and not pretty when they are. No, I'm
1: just naked. It's kind of like me. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> my books are prominent features on my Instagram account. so I And like... our Instagram account. And, oh, and the true. Raven Instagram account. So I like to have my books be in almost new condition. Like, right. I, I will read them. I will love them. But I show my love to my books by keeping them nice. Mm. Nice and pretty. With the dust jacket on the shelf,
0: keeping it nice. I keep the dust jackets for most of them. There are a couple of that I have taken off and lost, mostly because I'm keeping the books, but I don't want it obvious that I own Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> there are some books
1: that I don't have the dust jackets for, because does that make you sad inside. It does make me a little sad inside because it was the time where I was trying to emulate Anne. And because Anne didn't like dust jackets on her books, I got rid of those dust
0: jackets. That was a
2: mistake. It was a mistake. She should never emulate Anne. It's
1: a terrible idea. I want to be like my older sister. Mm. Any other thoughts on bookmarks? Use what feels right to you. (laughs) Yes. I will continue going through my whole collection of bookmarks, finding the right matchy-matchy one for the
0: book. I will try and be better about actually using real bookmarks. And a bookmark. (laughs) In the first
2: place, that's fine. Do what you like. Just no tacos again, no or ketchup. ketchup or bacon. Is nothing, that, nothing that prevents you from reading it again or yeah. allowing somebody else to read it again.
0: Yeah, True. anything that like interferes with you enjoying it a second time or someone else enjoying it, I think is a bad bookmark. Um, which is why I re- recommend snack chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Did been you get those for your birthday, or what did you... No, they're just regular chopsticks. They're just regular chopsticks? I'm just using regular chopsticks. They have been absolutely they amazing. They have, like, specific... I know, they have, like, the finger ones, but then they're attached to your fingers. So what I was doing is I was putting Legos together. Oh, And right, I really right. wanted to snack on some Cheetos. And so it was, I need my hands free and clean but I really want to eat some Cheetos. And so it was get some Legos and then I could use the chopsticks for the Cheetos. And then I did it when I was working on some other projects that were like, I need my hands clean for this project. That's so like, now it's going to be for book reading too. No, like I want to perfect. do
2: it when yeah. I'm working. Cause like I usually yeah. Yeah. like you snack and then I don't want to type on my computer or touch my oh. mouse.
0: All right. Love your bookmarks. Let us know what, what your favorite weird bookmark you've ever used was. Oh yeah. Like what was your favorite random odd bookmark? Yes. I wanna find I wanna hear what some people use. Like mine would be like that postcard, right? Like it's a very, very sentimental postcard. Yeah. That I need to find. Like do you or do you like to match your bookmarks? Or are you unhinged and you don't <laughs> this, care? This is like it's
2: like a personality quiz. Are you a Samantha? At least you're an Anne? <laughs> <laughs>
0: or are you a taco person? Are you a taco person? <laughs> Thanks for being with
1: us. Okay, okay. Love you. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Raven Bookery podcast.
1: Follow us on Instagram at Raven underscore Bookery. Check out all our original book inspired
2: designs for great gift ideas on our Etsy shop, Raven Bookery. Happy reading.